Jeremy Swayman is ahead of schedule in his recovery from a lower body injury. AJ Greer is calling out homophobic fans on Instagram. And the Bruins have hired independent legal counsel to review their vetting process following the Mitchell Miller signing. We're going to talk about all that and more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I am your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. Today is Wednesday, November 16th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day. Every day, the podcast is free and available everywhere, so please do open up your favorite podcast app, go to YouTube as well, search up Locked On Boston Bruins, and smash that subscribe button. If you're on Twitter, Instagram, you can find the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins. You can find Ian C. McLaren. And uh, dad jokes, hockey tweets over there, aplenty. Some snow on the ground this morning. Good news is it's an opportunity to break out the meth bear toque, as those on YouTube can see. Bad news, a bit late getting the winter tires on, and I'm going to have to wait another couple of weeks. So uh, stay safe out there, all those dealing with winter weather here in mid-November. Now, yesterday the Bruins convened for practice. And uh, our boy Jeremy Swayman was on the ice in his progress back from a lower body injury that he suffered on November 1st in Pittsburgh. He was considered week to week when his left leg jammed into the post after collision with Patrice Bergeron in the crease. Uh, he had entered that game in relief of Linus Allmark, and the Bruins went on to win that game in a pretty sweet comeback. Two weeks after the injury, Swayman, again, back on the ice, eager to return to action. He said he felt really good. He was very excited to be back with the guys, and he's doing everything he can to be game ready. The medical staff in Boston, has already been lauded for helping Charlie McAvoy, Brad Marchand return to action sooner than expected. Shout out to manager of player rehabilitation, Scotty Waugh. And he also credited the Penguins medical personnel for their assistance in the immediate aftermath of the injury. Their medical staff treated him as their own, he said, and really got him heading in the right direction. He went to the University of Pittsburgh to get an MRI the next day, and then the Bruins crew took over from there. Couldn't be in better hands. Um, 
He said that while the injury was pretty alarming, he tried to guard himself from contemplating a worst-case scenario being you know, out for months or needing surgery. Don't want to think about that. He was feeling it outright when he got off the ice and was able to put some weight on it, so that was definitely a positive, and then he let them take over from there. Uh, Coach Montgomery said that while Swayman is ahead of schedule and starting to check some boxes, the team will know more today when it comes to whether he will be available for game action this week. Uh, They have to see how he reacts to the practice, etc. But he is looking forward to lessening the load on Allmark Despite his outstanding start to the season, Montgomery said, Linus is just playing too many games. He's leading the league in games played, and they want to get Sway back as soon as possible. No disrespect to Keith Kincaid, who stepped in and played well in Buffalo, but the ideal scenario here is more of an even split between Allmark and Swayman, although Allmark, you know, could still be in line to get like a 60 40 split here based on how good he has been playing. Great story, though, came out from this uh, with respect to Nick Felino, who stepped up in Swayman's absence not only to deliver the post-game win hog to Allmert, but also stepping up with another act of kindness. Swayman said he has so many good things to say about that guy. He said he was on the train back to Boston the next day after the injury and Felino texted him asking for his address. Felino said, my wife made you a ton of food and she's going to drop it off. Swayman couldn't believe it. When he got home, there was a huge bag with a gallon and a half of lemonade. Sorry, not lemonade, homemade chicken soup, meatballs. A bunch of peppers, cookies, and stuff. It said it almost brought him to tears. It was really amazing. Uh, the character that Felino has, that his family has, is something that Swayman is going to remember and definitely pass along his whole career. Uh, and he's never f- going to forget that. So really cool story there uh, from, uh, from the Bruins, from Swayman and Felino. Another reason to love this team on the ice and in the locker room at least. Uh, Swayman also complimented Kincaid for coming out and and uh, engaging in a new post-win dab handshake with Allmark. Uh, the goalie love that the Bruins have has been great. Kincaid's an awesome guy, he said. It's been great to have him around the locker room and hold the fort down. And obviously, they both are racking up the wins lately, so they could not be happier all around so we could be seeing uh, our boy Swayman back in the net as early as this weekend hopefully for when the schedule gets a bit tougher here in later in November and in early December some more news and notes from practice as well as the AJ Greer story and the latest on the Mitchell Miller signing But first, this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. 
the best tasting protein bar available. No question about it. They have some new reimagined flavors as well that you need to try. Cookie dough topper, coconut brownie, coconut brownie topper. Also a white chocolate peppermint granola, which is Bilt's take on a granola bar. So it's a bit more filling, still insanely tasty, and also good for you. They're revolutionizing nutrition as we know it with 100% real chocolate, 17 grams of protein, and shockingly low sugar and calories. Sink your teeth into that first bite and it will change your life forever. I'm not even kidding. There will be a time before you tried Built Bar and then post Built Bar in your life. You got to try these. Get 15% off your order right now by using promo code LOCKEDON15 at Built.com. They're all unbelievable. Order a mix box so you can try all the flavors for yourself. That's 15% off your order by using promo code LOCKEDON15 at Built.com. Thank you again for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. For your next listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Available on your favorite podcast app, YouTube, Go check it out, Locked On Sports, today. A couple more news and notes items from practice on Wednesday. Uh, Derek Forbort, sorry, practice on Tuesday, I should say. Uh, Derek Forbort began skating on his own. Still a long way away, however, according to Montgomery. He underwent an open reduction and internal fixation surgery on his middle finger on November 3rd given an expected recovery time of four to six weeks. So we probably won't see him again until December. The Bruins, of course, have a 14-2 record to begin the season. Not much to complain about, but Montgomery is hoping the Bruins do not get in the way of their own success. The number one thing they must guard against is complacency and getting comfortable. They need to learn how to get better while having success, which is really hard. You can kind of get blind spots. You need to make sure that uh, they're being analytical, critical of their own game, seeing where they need to grow. Um, At the same time, not trying to be perfect. There's a balance there. One of the areas that's dipped a little bit is their five-on-five scoring. You saw... Montgomery reuniting the Marchand Bergeron Pasternak line in an attempt to get that going. It worked out in the game against Buffalo with that sensational goal. Um, trying to get, you know, Taylor Hall, David Krejci going on the second line as well, bumping DeBrusque down there. He said he doesn't think they're breaking the puck out well enough to get speed on the attack. Their forecheck hasn't been as tight as it needs to be. F1 is going in, doing a good job, but the second and third forwards um, need to get there on the loose pucks. So the puck management isn't quite where they want it to be. Uh, They have to make better decisions after the blue line and in the offensive zone once they have possession. So that's something that 
he will be working on in practice here in advance of tomorrow night's game against the Philadelphia Flyers. I don't know if you missed it the other day, but A.J. Greer uh, did something on Instagram that meant a lot to a lot of people. Uh, In Sunday's game against the Vancouver Canucks, he fought uh, Vancouver's Put Coles in, which resulted in an injury for the Canucks forward, unfortunately. There wasn't anything really dirty in the fight. Uh, Put Coles was the one who challenged Greer to drop the gloves, but some Canucks fans decided to go at Greer in his Instagram DMs and offering some choice words that I'm not going to repeat here on the podcast, but quite homophobic language. AJ Greer posted the message and overlaid it with, don't be this guy. And then he also posted a story that said, I don't mind the chirps in my DMs, but there's no room for homophobia or any other forms of hateful messages at any time. Uh, And I know just based on the reaction on Twitter, that meant a lot to a lot of people. Um, You know, we talk about hockey being for everyone. Hockey players stepping up and condemning hateful messages, specifically homophobic ones, uh, means a lot to a lot of people. So shout out to AJ Greer for uh, stepping up and, and posting that. He didn't have to post that. He could have just ignored it. Uh, But he did, and uh, it was very meaningful for a lot of people. So shout out to A.J. Greer for that. Between that story, the Felino stepping up, and uh, supporting Swayman, definitely some good eggs in that locker room that we can get behind. Off the ice, management-wise, there's still some... Follow-up that's needed after the Mitchell Miller signing and uh, some review. We're going to talk about that here in a moment. But quick reminder to check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. Catch up on the biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It's available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. So it's been about a week since we heard from Cam Neely about the Mitchell Miller situation, 10 days since Don Sweeney spoke, and there was a promise that they were going to do better, that they were going to review internally, perhaps some uh, consequences to be faced from that decision. The Bruins released a statement yesterday Um about an independent review of the Bruins' player vetting process. It said the Bruins strive every day to live our values and meet the high standards our associates, fans, associates meaning sponsors, fans and community have come to expect. This includes treating everyone inside and outside the organization with dignity and respect. We recently fell short of our high standards and disappointed both ourselves and many in our community. Moving forward, 
We are committed to ensuring that our values are reflected in everything we do as an organization, including our process for vetting future players. As part of this commitment, the Bruins have retained an experienced and respected team of professionals led by former U.S. Attorney General Loretta Lynch of the law firm of Paul Weiss Rifkind Wharton Garrison to conduct an independent review of our player vetting process. This will help us ensure our process going forward reflects our core values. The Bruins organization will fully cooperate with the independent review team and will publicly disclose the results of the review upon its completion. Now someone uh, reminded me via DM that it's kind of similar to what the Chicago Blackhawks did last season in light of the Kyle Beach situation independent review. I think that one took about five months, but there was obviously a lot more to it. So who knows how long this will take, but the Bruins are committing to taking in the findings and acting accordingly. Now, I mean, you don't need to hire a former U.S. Attorney General to remind you that the players didn't want this said he wasn't welcome in the locker room. Uh, You didn't approach the family. And ultimately, all hockey-related decisions go through the general manager and uh, team president Cam Neely, who is head of hockey operations. So this is kind of, oh, um, instead of just looking in the mirror, they're hiring and kind of passing the buck on any internal decisions that need to be made in terms of replacing personnel, any scouts, etc. It's great that they're looking for this accountability, that they're going through this process to review things internally, but, I mean, doesn't seem to be that much to it. It was a, a decision that was signed off by both Neely and Sweeney on the recommendation of other Bruin staff. It is what it is. You messed up. There's no real need to go through this whole charade of a review. Just make a decision, move on, do the right thing as Miller still remains under contract with the Bruins. That's it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. A bit lighter because, well, the Bruins haven't played in a couple days and uh, don't play again until tomorrow night. On tomorrow's show, we will update the weekly cup check, a look at the NHL's top five teams and uh, where the Bruins rank among them. I hope you are all taking care of yourselves, doing well, I haven't been as active on Twitter lately, just seeing how things shake out. Still on there, but you can also find me on Instagram, at Ian C. McLaren. Uh, been watching some more Entourage. I'm into season three there. Been reading The Stand by Stephen King. My wife Lauren and I have been watching The Crown. A few episodes left there. I'm very excited tomorrow for the release of 1899 on Netflix which is a new show by the people who made Dark, which is one of my favorite shows on Netflix. Actually, just one of my favorite shows, period. 
So do check that out if you haven't already. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I hope you all take care of yourselves, take care of each other. We'll talk to you again here tomorrow on Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.